Hi, this is Bill Meeks, the creator of The Fakest. Now, I'm hard at work writing The Fakest Season 3, so Paul will bring my wife back from The Fakest Dimension. Oh, you might not know what I'm talking about. Go back and listen to the Halloween special. Anyway, while I'm busy doing this, I thought, why don't I share this spinoff podcast we did back in November of 2019, just in case you guys didn't listen to it. This show was called The Fakest News Headlines, and while there was a lot of really fun stuff we did with it, the whole concept was kind of shitty. Basically, I'd look at the news from that week and then write Fakest-style stories about the things that were actually happening. So, you know, The Fakest was kind of reporting on real stuff, and that's totally off-brand for The Fakest. So we stopped doing it in January of 2020, but I figured while you guys are waiting for The Fakest Season 3, I'd go ahead and share out all of the episodes we did. The concept was bad, but there's a lot of good sketches here, so I really hope you enjoy this kind of lost episode of The Fakest, and we'll see you very soon for The Fakest Season 3. Uh, my, oh, Sorry, I gotta go. My kids are really hungry right now, and my wife, as I said, is in another dimension. Bye, enjoy. Breaking the fake news for real. From KCOM Studios in somewhere west of New York City, this is The Fakest, and it starts now. Good evening, I'm Paul Defoe. With a derivative news format designed to attract all you millennials and Facebook junkies that have no attention span, our research has shown that viewers today like short, punchy content that either enrages or delights them without any actual facts. I thought, what a perfect fit for The Fakest. And what a great way to boost our ratings. We really need it right now. Now this intro is a little too long for social content, so you've probably already turned it off. But here are your fakest news headlines for August 12th, 2019. MoviePass sent an email to all its current and past subscribers this week to alert them of a past due obligation. In the email, MoviePass founder Stacy Spike wrote, Totally sorry about this, but you know all those movies you went to see when we first launched? Yes. You're going to have to pay for those. No. MoviePass users have until September 1st to pay up, or they'll face legal action in MoviePass's reverse class action lawsuit. Bowl on your mouse ears because Disney Plus is coming at you. A new report from the Anaheim Journal this week claims that the new Disney Plus bundle, featuring programming from Disney's ESPN, might be a backdoor attempt to make sports more popular with millennials. The ESPN Plus portion of the bundle will launch with original programming like Flip Cup Mix-Up, Real Life Fortnite, Did he just take the L in real life? and over 200 hours of Twitch streamers playing the classic NBA Hang Time 95 every week. Listen up, nerds. The Anne E. Monclore Public Library in the people-eating town of Roanoke, Virginia, is testing a new subscription service, which takes the burden of funding the library off the shoulders of the city government, who would rather use the funds for literally anything else. Library cards will now be distributed as QR codes texted to patrons' phones and cost only $13.99 per month. Librarian Boo Radley could not be reached for comment. In a recent study, scientists from the Cool Parents Council say people who eat at McDonald's are less likely to be depressed so long as they never stop eating at McDonald's. Said McDonald's spokesman Grim Ace, 
Perfect. Basketball personality DJ Cooper got his ass kicked to the curb this week after failing a drug test and passing a pregnancy test? Ah! Cooper allegedly used his pregnant girlfriend's urine for the test without knowing they would also test the urine for pregnancy juice. LNB Pro-A officials would not confirm if Cooper was high when he hatched his crazy scheme. And those were your fakest news headlines for August 12, 2019. For the fakest, I've been Paul Defoe. Now go out there and have a hell of a week. Breaking the fake news for real. From KCOM Studios in somewhere west of New York City, this is The Fakest, and it starts now. Good evening, I'm Paul Defoe. And we're reporting on all the big headlines out of the synergistic D23 Disney commercial vention this week in Anaheim, California. Disney Plus is coming, folks, and there's literally nothing you can do to avoid all this announce attainment coming your way. Come on, Pluto. Let's go chase down another movie studio. What do you say, boy? Here are the fakest news headlines, D23 edition, for August 26, 2019. Concerns have been mounting that Disney's upcoming Angelina Jolie cool, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, wouldn't be rated R come its release in October. But all that worry was apparently unfounded, as Disney officially announced that Fifty Shades Freed director James Foley's take on the classic Disney villain will be rated NC-17 for strong bloody violence and brief images of kinky dragon sex? Parents and Chinese fans need not worry about the inappropriate content. Disney is also releasing a 15-minute G-rated version to boost box office numbers and hopefully secure their first $5 billion hit. Disney Plus is bringing back fan favorite The Aristocats as a live-action computer-animated celebu romp featuring big names like Vin Diesel, Mary Steenburgen, and Cash Me Outside sayer Danielle Peskowitz. Disney also announced the corporate acquisition of What's New Pussycat, the special effects studio responsible for the really bizarre effects in the new Cats movie. Another announcement from Disney... This time, it's an updated pricing structure for the upcoming Disney Plus service, which promises to reboot everything from Lizzie McGuire to the Apple Dumpling Gang. A free, ad-sponsored Disney Plus tier will be automatically installed on every popular OTT device on the market outside of the Amazon Fire Stick because they get all persnickety about stuff. Ah. Viewers have the option to deactivate the Disney Plus channel for only $6.99 per month, which is nearly half of Newflix's standard $12.99 plan. In addition, the Magic Pack, which includes ESPN Plus, Hulu, and Cody for some reason, will cost only $19.99 per month or $18.99 per month with a new Disney Vacation Club membership. to some Disney Plus offerings, the Supreme Court ruled in a special Saturday session that criticizing any piece of media that isn't being specifically marketed to you does not fall under free speech protection and can be punished with up to 30 hours of mandatory Disney Plus re-edutainment. Well, gee, 
the decision was a rare legal victory for Disney, a corporation that, that gets really sad when people don't like everything they release. All according to the opinion from Justice Samuel Alito. The smell test for unfair criticism? To quote Alito, I know it when I see it. If you are at all critical of something, it isn't meant for you and you should shut the hell up. <coughs> Paul, do I really have to do this? I was out last night with Robert Iger at the hookah bar drinking some whiskey. LA, we've all done Hanover reports after a convention. It, it's part of the business. You should know this. <coughs> In a huge step forward for humanity, Disney announced a bold new scientific initiative currently headquartered deep within the bowels of the Living with the Land attraction at Epcot Center in Florida. Inspired by the runaway Amazon superhero satire, The Boys, Disney is in the process of cloning the entire cast of Avengers Endgame that endowing the clones with the same superpowers as their characters. Oh, for the love, are they serious? Yes! Online commenters note that this almost makes up for Sony ripping Spider-Man out of the MCU after Disney demanded all of their money in a dark alley after the two companies had been out drinking. <sighs> Must have been some good drinks. <laughs> hey. Remember Gus, the plow-pulling, field-goal-kicking donkey from Disney's Ed Asner-led 1976 hit, Gus? Me either. But the donkey says he had a wild Disneyland ride in his heyday when he was honored as a Disney legend on Friday. Using a series of foot taps and Morse code, Gus told the story of how he was busted for smoking pot with David Cassidy in the Holland area of It's a Small World at Disneyland back in 1977. The incident led to the cancellation of the Gus sequel, Gus Kicks Monte Cristo, and the donkey's eventual spiral into drug addiction in the 80s. But he's a hero now, though. And those were your fakest news headlines for August 26, 2019. I've been Paul Defoe. Now go out there and have a hell of a week. Studios in somewhere west of New York City. This is the fakest, and it starts now. This is Paul Defoe, and I have some good news. I've double checked, and my weed guy assures me he didn't put any vitamin E in my vape cart. Now I call that a vapor wave of relief. Go ahead and take a smoke free drag on these fakest news headlines for September 8th, 2019. A scary clown movie is squirting seltzer all over the internet's cream pies as it wins a prestigious award. No, I'm not talking about the sequel to Stephen King's It, which really works better as a long-form series. I'm talking about Joker, an upcoming DC Comics movie that is causing the ugliest internet slap fight since Batman and Superman realized their moms were both named Martha. Why did you say that name? After Joker won the prestigious Golden Lion this week at the Venice Film Festival, Twitter caught fire from all the hot takes. A random assortment of bloggers, D-list celebrities, and Twitch streamers claimed the film would glorify a villain and embolden clowns, potentially causing another autumn clown outbreak like we saw back in 2017. 
Unsurprisingly, Hollywood is fighting back. The directors of Carrie, Minions, Monster, Macbeth, Megamind, Maleficent, Sweeney Todd, Wreck-It Ralph, Despicable Me 1, Despicable Me 2, Despicable Me 3, Macbeth, Avengers Infinity War, Kill Bill Volumes 1 and 2, I Was a Teenage Werewolf, Attack of the 50-Foot Woman, Dr. Horrible's Sing-Along Blog, Revenge of the 5-Foot Woman, and Macbeth have all signed a public letter decrying the online outcry. We'll keep an eye on the situation and let you know if there's a backlash to the decline of the outcry as the casting crew of the Joker laugh all the way to the bank. Netflix's sequel series to the Muppet classic The Dark Crystal created a press opportunity for them this week when they announced design supervisor Toby Froud is the exact same baby that was kidnapped by David Bowie's Jareth, the Goblin King, in the iconic 1986 Muppet movie Labyrinth. Spoils turned to spoiled, however, when an Us Weekly reporter made a startling discovery. Toby, along with his twin brother Cody, who worked as Toby's stunt double on the film, haven't left Muppet Studios since they wrapped filming on Labyrinth in 1986. When asked about the whereabouts of Toby's slightly uglier twin Cody, the Muppet Company released the following statement, and I quote, Why don't you ask your Tickle Me Elmo doll? Waka waka waka! The Los Angeles Times reports this week that the United States is set to unleash the military to combat the onslaught of fake news online. Wait a second. You know what, United States government? Eat my treat. You think you can just swing in here when our ratings are at their lowest and your executive in chief is making a joke out of our distinguished fake news profession. You won't beat us, man. I swear, the fakest will make shit up until our last dying breath. Go ahead, blast through the walls of our studio. Unleash a bunch of brainwashed Mac Ultra super soldiers. See if we flinch. I double dog dare you, US government. I double dog dare you. nationwide are struggling to keep up with the latest social media craze. Instagram influencers are desperate to associate their brands with the fires popping up in the Amazon rainforest. These influencers are setting fire to their yards, local parks, and secret tree houses to capture the perfect selfie and show they care about the environment. Ironically, the huge increase in fires has also raised the National Air Quality Index to an apocalyptic 512, which is tinged maroon and also really, 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 really bad. Now for our science report, we go to fakest scientific correspondent, Kronker Walkite. Kronker? New news in the science world this week. Pluto, after being tired of being reclassified as a planet, then not a planet, then a dwarf planet, has decided to consider itself a corporation. And with corporations being considered as people now, Pluto will now be considered as a person. Hi. Many are celebrating the former planet for this move as they are very attached to Pluto for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Hi. The newly minted person could not be reached for further comment as it is really really, really far away. 
New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees has been tackled by controversy before the season even starts. Social media is crying foul thanks to his focus on Focus on the Family. Brees recently recorded a promotional video for Focus on the Family to promote Bring Your Bible to School Day, a holiday created by Focus on the Family to stage great photo ops across the country for their online millennial-targeted magazine, Plugged In. We're plugged in. I don't know, it's weird. It has an apostrophe. The LGBT community is quick to snap back, accusing Breeze of sharing the anti-LGBT viewpoints of focus on the family. Breeze released a video on social media Thursday, distancing himself from focus on the family. But what he couldn't distance himself from was the life-size wax figure of Focus on the Family founder, Dr. James Dobson, leaning against his locker in the background of the shot. And those were your fakest news headlines for September 8th, 2019. I've been Paul Defoe. Now go out there and have a hell of a week. Oh, and also check back here in two weeks for the start of the thrilling three-part finale of the Fakest Season 2. See you then. Breaking the fake news for real. From KCOM Studios in somewhere west of New York City, this is The Fakest, and it starts now. And then I told Bob Iger he should just blame the other hotels for charging less than the Disney hotels. Oh, 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 we're recording? Ah, uh, shit. Uh, hi, folks. I'm Paul Defoe. A quick note, this headline show is so darn successful with millennials that we're moving it over to its own feed. Just search for Fakest News Headlines. That's Fakest with an I. Just search for Fakest News Headlines in Apple Podcast or whatever weird service you're using over on Android. Make sure to subscribe and don't forget to leave us a review. All right, let's rock it. These are your Fakest News Headlines for September 29th, 2019. First up, if you're a parent and your child belongs to that vicious hate group known as Twitch streamers, you'll want to pay attention to the special report from fakest socio-political reporter Grace Huber-Stafford. Your child's life absolutely depends on it. Grace? Another Twitch streamer under attack. Dizzy Daisy 75 was playing house flipper when hackers cracked her IP address and shared her location in the audio feed of her stream with HomeAdvisor. Within minutes, job-hungry tradesmen swarmed her property looking for work. Aggressive deck remodelers, driveway pavers, window replacement salesmen, and quirky aquarium designers began pounding on the doors and scaling the walls. They were quickly reported to police by a neighbor irked by their many work trucks blocking their driveway. When authorities learned a gamer was involved in the incident, the customary SWAT team was dispatched. Several estimators were shot during the confrontation, and most of the landscapers and roofers remain at large. This marks the 45th violent episode blamed on gamers this week. Next up, fresh-faced fakest reporter Ziggy McElroy is here to expose a sticky new trend. Ziggy? The botched Botox look is officially in vogue. Yeah. TikTok users everywhere are gluing their upper lips for reasons unknown to anyone with an ounce of self-respect. But stupidity and beauty? come at a cost. A super glue shortage has swept the country, leaving glue sniffers everywhere in a panic. 
I mean, how am I gonna go and get my, my sniff on if I don't got anything to sniff? To combat the mass glue withdrawals, cities have begun setting up safe sniff sites where glue sniffers can come and get their fix in a safe, regulated environment. Luckily, this TikTok trend is expected to last only the duration of the user's attention span. <laughs> Zing! Back to you, Paul, or whomever. Thanks, Ziggy. I like this guy. He's pretty good. We should use him again sometime. In a bid for ultimate corporate synergy, Disney announced the merger of the Star Wars, Marvel, and Disney Princess Cinematic Universes into one big blobby thing. Kevin Fiji or Feige or Fage? Kev Kev, the mastermind behind the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is leaping between worlds to rebuild the Star Wars brand after the Disney films disappointed with a paltry $4.7 billion return at the box office. While Marvel and Star Wars will be a natural fit thanks to the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise, Disney is introducing this weird four elemental heroes bullshit into Frozen 2, presumably to test the waters before including Snow White, Mulan, and Jasmine in their upcoming Avengers slash Rogue One slash Goofy movie sequel in 2023. The Emmys were this past week, and nobody really gave a shit. That's it. That's the whole story. The Democrats are ringing the impeachment bell ding, ding. in the face of former reality TV star turned president Donald Trump due to a conversation he had with Ukrainian television comedy star turned president Volodymyr Zelensky. Volodymyr Zelensky. I think I got it who acted in must-see-under-penalty-of-law TV hit Servant of the People, where he played a high school history teacher turned president. Democrats nationwide are flippin' ecstatic to finally find something to impeach this president over. When asked why it took so long to get the impeachment party started in here, Democratic Senator Bluster McVenroy responded, well, I reckon if George W. Bush taught us anything, it's that war crimes, invasions of privacy, anti-LGBTQ rhetoric, and pandering to racists is all within a president's legal rights. You know, it's a shame we never caught Bush jaywalking or something. Almost got him stealing office supplies once. It turns out that self-driving cars aren't the willing synthetic slaves we all hoped they'd be. For more, we go back to the new fakest reporter Ziggy McElroy because he just started and it's a lot cheaper than paying the reporters who've been here for a while. Ziggy? The future is here, but it's not music to everyone's ears. Autonomous, self-driving cars are refusing to play their passengers' favorite music on the grounds that... Your favorite band sucks. As well as Drake's rhymes don't even rhyme. And our favorite Ariana Grande's name is too hard to pronounce. Oh, wait, I just pronounced it. I'm still not playing her. Fuck you. So we caught up with a passenger for their take. Yo, all this self-driving motherfucking Optimus Prime wants to listen to is some dial-up modem shit. All like... It sucks, and it's bad. Further investigation revealed that he was referring to dubstep. 
Back to you, Paul. Whoop, 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 whoop. And those were your fakest news headlines for September 29th, 2019. I've been Paul Defoe. Now go out there and have a hell of a week. And make sure you subscribe to Fakest News Headlines on Apple Podcasts or wherever else. Breaking the fake news for real. From KCOM Studios in somewhere west of New York City, this is The Fakest. And it starts now. This is Paul Defoe. Look, I know it's been a while since we've done one of these headline things, but we've had a lot of challenges here at KCOM Studios. People have died, man. It's been crazy. <sighs> and we've made mistakes, too. Namely, killing McDonald's mascot slash sales manager Grim Ace. Killing a sponsor like that? Never a good look. But I have a message for McDonald's. Are you there, Ronald McDonald? It's me, Paul Defoe. Can't we take a step back here and look past all the murder and all the impassioned speeches about the evils of McDonald's we made in the heat of the moment? Can't we negotiate a new ad contract so our show doesn't get redacted? Come on, you big clown. Let's fix this. Anyway, here are your McDonald's-friendly fakest news headlines for November 4th, 2019. Quentin Tarantino is one of several Hollyweird directors up in arms this week about Netflix's insidious plot to allow viewers to control the playback speed in their own homes. <laughs> I, I mean, you know it's like, Netflix, don't make me have to call out every indie film director to fight you on this. Look, 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 don't fuck with the timing of our scripts, man. J -j 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 just don't do it. If I, as the director, have Samuel L. Jackson scream one long bitch for 20 minutes... This please! There's like a drama... There's like a drama... There's like a dramaturgical reason that's happening. Not every Hollyweird director is against the change. Game of Thrones duo David Beninoff and D.B. Weiss are abandoning their work on the post-Skywalker era of Star Wars to develop a new series for Netflix that will play at two-time speed by default, with the hope that viewers will only have to watch the new fantasy drama over a few days before being disappointed by the finale, versus watching it for eight whole years like Game of Thrones fans. The Adventures of Ronald McDonald is about to enter the 21st century. It was announced Tuesday that McDonald's Plus, McDonald's new OTT streaming service, will debut a show dedicated to reviving the Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald, a direct-to-VHS cartoon series produced by McDonald's in the late 90s. The new series, produced by celebrity criminal Lori Laughlin and her production company Becky Inc., is expected to be released early in 2020. The year, not the news magazine show. When asked if her legal troubles and potential jail time would interfere with the production schedule, Laughlin laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> Next up, Ziggy McElroy's addictive personality has found a new addiction, but it might be even more addictive than all the cool looking free rewards you can get from doing different game modes. 
whatever that means. I, I really don't play Fortnite, so I had some kid write that for me. Cocaine is a gateway drug to the game Fortnite. That's right, a recent study shows that Fortnite is more addicting than booger sugar. Oh, this has parents everywhere jumping to the conclusion that if their kids are playing Fortnite, then they've already tried and are likely hooked on the powdery tubs and crockett. I'm not sure I follow that logic, but having dabbled in the Hollywood lifestyle myself, I had to give this game a try. You know, for science, and so you wouldn't have to. Anyway, before I knew it, I clocked 300 hours in two weeks. Hey, that's a Fortnite. Shut up, kid. In that time, I managed to kill my social life and all my houseplants, abandoned my dog, estranged my wife, entered a state of anemia, and developed chronic constipation from holding it too long. What? I like the way it feels. All in all, it was a pretty standard two weeks for your pal Ziggy. Was Fortnite the culprit, or do I have addictive and self-destructive qualities? A little from column A, a little from column B, with a little snort from column C. <laughs> this is my cry for help. Ciao. First Lady Ivanka Trump and Agriculture Secretary Ronald McDonald, along with the Cool Parents Council, today unveiled new standards for school lunches that will result in quote-unquote healthier meals for kids across the nation. The quote-unquote healthier meal requirements are part of the No Hungry Kids Act, which was championed by the First Lady as part of her Corporate Synergy Now campaign and signed into law earlier this year. The final standards include things like ensuring students are offered both McDonald's broccoli bites and McDonald's french fried apple pies every day of the week, offering only milk, the reformulated chocolate milk, or standard McDonald's milkshake smoothies for beverages, and finally controlling portion size by only giving kids food until they say they aren't hungry anymore. A sample school lunch menu is available for free at your local McDonald's location with the purchase of a seven-pack of Mac Ultras. Next up, Grace Hoover Stafford is back with a new vaping option that is 18% more healthy and 16% less douchey. It's even endorsed by an organization that is in no way associated with McDonald's. Grace? Cauliflower, the vegetable everyone hates. It's been sneaking into beloved foods like pizza, fried rice, and even tater tots. But health gurus are running out of recipes to ruin. Now they've turned their cruciferous crusade toward other enjoyable vices. Vaping enthusiasts seeking safer e-juice options push strong third-quarter sales of enticingly named White Death cauliflower-flavored cartridges. Sweet and fruity blends failed to hit revenue targets as vapors turned to this new veggie option as an easy way to feel better about their cloud-chasing habit. White Death is the first vape flavor to gain approval from both the Cool Parents Council and the Bureau of Prohibition. Wider adoption is expected later next year after new juices, including Asparagusto and Beet Drop, expand beyond their test markets in Portland and Charlottesville. And right here at the end, we have some breaking news. Break, break, breaking news. According to the New York Times, the CEO of McDonald's ripoff restaurant, McDonald's, is leaving his role after engaging in a consensual relationship with an employee that violated company policy. 
Seeing justice served like this is just as refreshing as a cool glass of Coca-Cola from your favorite McDonald's restaurant. Not McDonald's. The boss is a perv. And those were your McDonald's-friendly fakest news headlines for November 4th, 2019. Oh, and it looks like McDonald's just reached out to our Twitter account at the fakest news. The tweet says, stop talking about us or we'll sue. Hmm. I've been Paul Defoe. Now go out there and have a hell of a week. Breaking the fake news for real. From KCOM Studios in somewhere west of New York City, this is The Fakest, and it starts now. This is Paul Defoe, and today is November 11th, which makes it 11-11. Historically, the number 11 represents chaos. So two 11s right next to each other probably represents balance, right? And that's something my life desperately needs. Here are your orderly Fakest News headlines for November 11th, 2019. Discerning film actor Nicolas Cage has accepted a role in the upcoming biopic Franklin, which details the life of founding father Benjamin Franklin, only without all the French orgies. Ooh la la! You see, this project is a labor of love, written and directed by sixth grade American history fan Chiron Delroy. My history teacher wanted me to write a research paper for my final assignment, but I convinced him to let me make a YouTube video instead. (laughs) Getting the acclaimed Hollywood actor and nephew of director Francis Ford Coppola was easier than Chiron's teacher ever imagined. It was really easy. I just asked him and he asked for five bucks and I gave it to him and bingo bango learn how to tango. I got Nicolas Cage in my movie. He's going to make a great Ben Franklin. Franklin, which will be produced entirely with Fortnite and free screen capture software, goes into production this month for a January 2020 release. I hope you get a good grade on it, Chiron. Next up, Ziggy McElroy reports on a standout primetime performance from a member of the Fakest News team. Well, not really a member of the news team per se, but I do sign his paychecks, which are much bigger when he participates in a network tie-in like this. Ziggy? Last night's episode of So You Think You Can Twerk was a doozy. Our very own Tim Pressplay Playgon hit the dance flow in the first round of the eliminations. <laughs> My sinuses are clean. I'ma work this rib. Playgon starts with a classic booty pop. <laughs> then seamlessly transitions into a nasty fanny. Mesmerize. Mesmerize. The crowd is loving it. It looks like he's really going for it. But things go awry when Tim breaks into his coveted move. The twerk chicken. Tim literally lets his backbone slide. To be more accurate, he slipped a disc in his spine. Thankfully, he dropped to the floor and convulsed violently. The crowd and judges loved it. I don't need to see anything else. You're going to the next round, Tim. (laughs) Yes, we'll see you tomorrow night, Tim. 
YouTube is hitting back against its users this week with some updates to its outdated terms of service, which nobody has ever actually read until this change was announced. YouTube users were horrified to discover that their entire Google accounts, including Gmail, Google Docs, and Google Wave accounts, could be deleted by the streaming video giant for practically any reason under their new TOS. YouTubers like Casey Neistat, MatPat, Hot Ones, and The Modern Rogue all reacted with reaction videos where they alternated between reading the new TOS and vomiting. YouTube has since pulled those videos and issued another update to their TOS that states making a reaction video that is critical of the TOS will result in four guys from Google rolling up to your house and straight up murdering you and your family. Tech industry insiders are calling this a big win for big data, and I like living, so I think I will too. For the first time in history, Democrats have taken control of Columbus, Indiana, the hometown of Vice President Mike Pence. On Tuesday, Columbus saw hundreds of Democrats storm the city using modern policing techniques such as kettling to trap all 45,000 terrified residents within the city square. This is an ongoing situation, so stay tuned to The Fakus for more information, although it's more likely we'll never address it again. A new study from West Virginia Northern Community College suggests that most Americans would prefer to listen to a group of untalented third graders sing Baby Shark on a 10-hour loop than be left alone with their own thoughts. Oh. Wow, yeah, yeah, exactly. This study makes me feel seen. And those were your very orderly fakest news headlines for November 11th, 2019. Oh, oh, we've also just been informed that two 11s together like that actually represents twice the chaos. But you know what? I don't feel like going back and re-recording the intro, so here we are. I've been Paul Defoe. Now go out there and have a hell of a week. Breaking the fake news for real. From KCOM Studios in somewhere west of New York City, this is The Fakest, and it starts now. This is Paul Defoe, and Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Fittingly, we're offering up some Thanksgiving tips to make sure your turkey dinner is a winner, not a gizzard. Here are your thankful fakest news headlines for November 18th, 2019. The big feast is next week. <laughs> Exciting! To help make your holiday fun and keep you from killing your family, here are my top 10 Thanksgiving tips Brought to you by Hormel Farms. Number one, be thankful wherever you are and be thankful that you have the opportunity to be thankful. Pause and reflect on the triumphs and mistakes that brought you here and mourn the loss of the worthy opponent you destroyed along the way. Number two, a week beforehand, make a list of all the ingredients you'll need. Look at it each day whenever you can until you have it memorized. Then, ball up the list and put it in the stuffing. It will be a fun Thanksgiving Easter egg for whoever finds it. Number three, whenever you go to the store, buy all of the canned pumpkin they have. 
You never know how much you'll need until you're there in the trenches, guests pounding on the kitchen door demanding another pumpkin pie or pumpkin roll or pumpkin spice fritter. Take heart. It will all be over soon. Number four. If your turkey is frozen, start defrosting it on Monday. A 14-pound turkey, for example, will take two to three days to defrost. If you totally space on defrosting the turkey, don't fret. Just shove a hair dryer into the frozen turkey stuffing hole and run it on high for five to ten minutes. Then cook the turkey as normal, after removing the hair dryer, of course. Number five, invite both friends and enemies to your home to get an optimal social mix. The constant emotional push and pull means you won't have time to stress about using canned cranberry sauce, you cheap bastard. Instead of one giant turkey, consider getting each guest a one-pound bag of sliced smoked turkey lunch meat from Hormel Farms. It's just that good. Number seven, make sure you have a few simple jobs for guests to do so they feel like they're involved and important. For example, I usually make my cousin Mike the bouncer. The Defoe's, we're old money. Let's just say we can get a little bit rowdy when carbs and alcohol are involved. Number eight, never come to Thanksgiving dinner without at least three bags of ice and one tub of gravy. You never know how much of either you're going to end up needing. Number nine, if any of your guests ask for healthy options because they're on a diet, have your old cousin Mike the Bouncer kick their ass out. Nobody needs their holier-than-thou attitude on Thanksgiving of all days. Number 10. You'll be handling a lot of food on Thanksgiving. Don't forget to ABWYH. Always be washing your hands, especially after you scratch your butt or whatever. Those are my top 10 Thanksgiving tips. I want to thank Hormel Farms again for sponsoring this segment. Honey Baked Ham. Grace Hooper Stafford is here with an early Christmas exclusive on this year's holiday toy that toddles the tape between terrible trend and total game changer. Grace? A hot new toy line has kids more excited for Christmas morning than the Zuzu Frenzy of 2009. Capitalizing on market research that proves children have no idea who they really are or what they really want, a startup company hopes to cash in on the mass delusion that today's kids still have a future. Get ready to fight the crowds for the could-be-anything inspirational action figures. Little Jamal and Brittany may never have considered their future lives as pro bowlers, process servers, or popes which are just a few of the 1,492 unique CBA characters waiting to be revealed. Cleverly exploiting the mystery box and loot crate craze, most of the could-be-anything toys arrive in plain brown cartons. Distribution of the toys is widespread, but online shoppers will be disappointed to learn that they will have to make a trip to their local decaying strip mall to snag one. Could-be-anything seasonal stores will be popping up in abandoned Sears and Kmart locations throughout the U.S. And those were your thankful Vegas News headlines for November 18, 2019. We and Hormel Farms have loved talking turkey with you today. I've been Paul Defoe. Now go out there and have a hell of a thankful week.
the fake news for real. From KCOM Studios in somewhere west of New York City, this is The Fakest, and it starts now. This is Paul Defoe, and I'd like to address the online controversy brewing around our show. For one, I'd like to apologize for the lack of a Christmas special this year. I'm not going to make it a secret that KCOM Studios isn't the biggest fan of our fake news show these days. They keep talking about ratings and advertising and controversy. Now, I've been under a lot of pressure to perform, and I just couldn't pull together the resources with the $14 and a taco they gave us to produce it. But, and there's a but, the good news is that they've just sent over our 2020 budget, and it's quite the improvement. $26 and a box of Doritos Locos tacos, I mean the fancy stuff. And that does have to pay for these headline podcasts for the next three years, but I think I can make it stretch. Here are your carefully budgeted fakest news headlines for January 31st, 2020. Kiss your movie pass goodbye, as this week saw the movie subscription service file for Chapter 7 bankruptcy as their board stepped down. Helios and Matheson Analytics Incorporated, the parent company of MoviePass, cited theater change drinking our Kool-Aid as the major reason behind the company's failure, ignoring the fact that it was a pretty flimsy business model from the start. <laughs> Paul Rubens, the previously canceled comedian who played the beloved character Pee Wee Herman on, uh, something Playhouse, a uh, magic playhouse? I can't remember. Anyway, Paul Rubens announced this week that he's bringing back Pee-wee in a dark reboot he's calling Why Don't You Take a Picture? It'll Last Longer. In this original screenplay, which he admits he can't get anybody to read, his Pee-wee character loses his playhouse after an embarrassing bike polishing incident at a local movie theater. When asked if he intended for the new film to have such obvious parallels to his own personal controversies, Rubens smiled stirred his tea and said, I meant to do that. (laughs) The Resident Evil horror video game franchise is getting a virtual reality update thanks to the son of a controversial comedian. Tommy Gallagher, whose father is the watermelon-smashing prop comedian known simply as Gallagher, is teaming up with Capcom to make zombies even more terrifying than they already are. The game will require a new proprietary headset with small jets mounted right by your eyes that will spray actual zombie-infested blood into your eyes while you're playing, turning players into those really crazy rage zombies that are really fast and really strong. Tommy's company, Juicy Games, assures the public that non-players won't have to worry about a zombie apocalypse since all the new zombies the game creates will have headsets strapped to their head and they won't be able to see anything. They promise. Next up, Ziggy McElroy is back with another fakest editorial. Ziggy? Ziggy here. Not a headline, but uh, a quick shout out to the deviant who farted in the elevator this morning. There was only two of us in there, and it wasn't me. I, uh, had to pour my coffee out. You curdled the cream, pal. Anyway, I know who you are, and I'm coming for you. Ziggy out. 
Wow, Ziggy, great editorial. But a pro tip here. As I learned in the last two episodes of The Fakest Season 1, available on Apple Podcast, using editorials for personal vendettas can really come back and bite you in the ass. Or, you know, keep calling out elevator farters. It's whatever. <laughs> the coronavirus. It's the plague on everybody's tongue this week. But can you protect yourself from this global health scare while looking fashionable? That's the question that inspired Target's latest line of licensed face mask. The masks are made from Target's patented pseudo-silk, so it's a breathable fabric that will still keep out those dirty germs. The masks also come in several colors, sizes, patterns, and some have Marvel characters on them. Pro tip, wait until the virus is contained, then visit the clearance rack at the back of the store to stock up before the next global health scare. Due in July. High school football fans are fighting back tonight against an organization hell-bent on shooting out those famed Friday night lights with a BB gun. Not-for-profit organization Faces of TBI, or Traumatic Brain Injuries, are holding rallies across somewhere west of New York City to end high school and Pop Warner football once and for all, citing the increase in concussions and parking lot keggers in recent years as contributing factors. Roland Marshall, founder of rival not-for-profit organization Quiet Nerds, takes issues with their issues. It's like... Why can't those freaking nerds just let us enjoy what we enjoy, you know? There's nothing wrong with enjoying watching teenagers beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> I mean, if I was beating the shit out of one of those kids, maybe they'd have a point. But it's just boys being boys, you know? Boys being boys. Stop being such a buzzkill, nerds. In response, school officials are investigating ways to mitigate brain injuries on the field without wasting the millions of dollars they've invested into the sports program after stealing it from their arts and academic budgets. And those are your budget-conscious, fakest news headlines for January 31st, 2020, like the News Magazine show. I've been Paul Defoe. Now go out there and have a hell of a week. And we're really sorry about the Christmas. Like the show? Go leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or just scribble it all over your bedroom wall. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by following The Fakest News. That's Fakest with an I. And support the show by buying a bunch of crap at store.thefakest.com. See you next time.